Hey guys, uh, I'm just bringing you a little snippet here to let you know some really exciting news, and that is Pullback Reveal has a sponsor. Wow, I know. Who'd have imagined it? Oh yes, we are absolutely delighted and delighted to announce uh, that we are teaming up uh, with the, don't let that spoil the message, uh, the magnificent JokePit.com, and they are the online comedy box office check them out guys jokepit.com that's where you need to go for all your live tickets once uh, this is all over with and we're back in reality again of being able to get out there uh, but also they are doing some absolutely amazing work with brilliant podcasts like this one pullback reveal uh also some others and a ton of live content uh, being pushed out on social media uh, live streams and everything at this moment in time working with some of the absolute best promoters in the uk and also some of the very best stand-ups out there as well they're a lovely bunch they look after the people that they're promoting for and gigging with so if you've got a venue and nights that you run you definitely want to be speaking to kane and the team uh, about jokepit.com and using them to sell your tickets and if you're looking for gigs to go to as well um come and support these guys they're doing some great work approaching it from a different angle um you're supporting a, a smaller business and yeah they're, they're lovely i love them to bits and not just genuinely not just because they sponsor this podcast so go check them out they are jokepit.com we are pullback reveal and your next episode's on the way really soon love you lots bye people this episode four of series two of pullback reveal with me kev rook and this week's special guest the marvelous uh, mr phil padgett uh, from well it's not quite from but he does a podcast uh, called news with jokes which i imagined was proving more difficult uh, during the current climate and we do actually have a bit of a chat about that as well he is also a stand-up comedian uh, award-winning competition winning stand-up of the one-liner 
genre. And uh, yeah, we just have a good old chat really about how we feel his set, his style might be impacted by the current situation going on um, and just life in general at the moment. It's um, getting quite interesting recording these kind of thick and fast like we are because uh, we're all just at home, aren't we? So I'm going to have to find a way to mix it up a little bit, I think. So bear with me, I'm sure by the time lockdown is over uh we will have worked it all out and got to the bottom of it so sit back relax and put your feet up and enjoy episode for four, 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 four with the marvelous phil Patrick. and i will see you on the other side yeah, 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 it, was, it was intended as one <laughs> cheers fella thank you mate whereabouts are you where are you based uh sutton coalfield which is uh sort of part of Birmingham and also sort of not so there are the people of Sutton Coalfield would like to pretend that it isn't oh I've got I was going to ask him what direction does that go is it uh they're attaching themselves to Birmingham or they're distancing themselves distancing themselves definitely but they've still got a B postcode so they're they're only fooling themselves yeah it is that that postcode thing can be really difficult sometimes you've got um Similar South Manchester, where I am, you sort of, you know, you, you, you got people trying to claim that they're in Cheshire with a Stockport postcode and all that kind of thing on the go. So it's, uh, yeah, the old, the old, literally the postcode lottery, isn't it, really? Well, didn't the Greater Manchester sort of absorb a load of satellite towns at one point anyway? And some people don't like to acknowledge the fact that they are part of what is now Greater Manchester. People yeah. like places like Rochdale and stuff. Yeah, I'd, I'd imagine there's a, a ton of politics around it and, and that kind of thing. Yeah, Greater Manchester's a bit sort of, um, yeah, slightly misleading because some places are... It's just loads of little towns. Ta- Most places are, though, aren't they, to be honest? Loads of little towns patched together. And then they are. they're like, uh, we are a city and everywhere's like trying to keep its own identity and that. But yeah, I'm just down in... In, in South Manchester and where we're uh, sort of South Didsbury, we, we call it. We're not, we try and attach ourselves to Didsbury in the place where we live. Um, but we're in a little place called Northenden. Um, and yeah, so we're doing a similar thing, mate. We're, we're, we're the opposite, though, I guess. We are trying to attach ourselves <laughs> to the nearest place rather than pretending. We're really trying to ride to... on Manchester's coattails, is that yeah, it? Yeah, we, we, we are. Yeah, we're, we're, we're right. Well, there, I, mate, I so. wish you the best of luck with it, sincerely. It's, it, yeah, it's, and I you hope know, they finally capitulate and uh, recognise the invaluable contribution that uh, your community is, is bringing to the the area as a whole. Well, yeah, thank you very much. I, I uh, yeah, I, pre- I appreciate that. I'm doing some sterling work down here, even if I I do say so myself. <laughs> well, I don't, so, I don't doubt it. Have we started yet? By the way, is this? Well, I, I do you know I kind of let it go quite if you you know listen back to any episodes i, I used to i was quite strict at the start i used to do yeah. kind of a like a let's have a little you're not chat. gonna like count me in and do and do a clapperboard or anything well like and then like i'd do uh I'd, I'd pretend that we'd only just started talking or something but because this is by no means i and i, I wouldn't want it to be it would lose its heart and soul i think if i was to do it as professional as i'm obviously extremely capable of doing if i wanted to but obviously you know, all decisions on sound elements not quite being right, or if me things walk- get if things get too slick, then you know you 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 lose that verisimilitude. 
you see people forget that you're a real living breathing human being it, it, and it, uh, they think that you're just some sort of uh, some sort of podcast robot and it, no one wants that no exactly who wants you know clarity no background noise you know little to no interference it, you you're right you know it's um... they want to listen to it and think you know what i could do that yeah, that's it, what they want that you know and they couldn't obviously because there's a no. real real skill in doing it but i'm the same with my tv as well you know if the pictures i I did on purpose climb up on my roof and you know kick the aerial a couple of times because i thought well no i just want this to feel that you know coronation street to feel a bit more gritty you know i'd I'd rather watch it not quite you know all this for what are we up to how many k's are we up to now on on tvs k's yeah is it k's we talk about oh yeah well 4k is uh is sort of the upper end of the spectrum isn't it no i'm not having it mate one one k i, I don't even want a the whole 1080 1080 is still hd is oh mate there's no getting away away from you know i'm fighting a, a, a losing battle somewhere oh you know but... i like hd you see i do, I do it makes me uh it, i find it very immersive um but i don't but i like it more for certain types of uh television than, Poor... than others yeah I, yeah I, you're right there's some stuff you'd probably don't want in too much clarity anyway i'm I'm at the stage where my eyesight's slowly starting to like i say slowly it's, I, I kid myself quite often i've already admitted to kidding myself three times in the first three minutes that we've, been, <laughs> we've been talking um, is that is it is that an age thing i i i either well you know obviously some bright spark you know if we're in a this was a live gig some bright spark would chip up about how much masturbating i was doing or or something they? Oh, i would some... never be so crass no. kev you know obviously the the, the thought flitted into my head but it didn't have any purchase it's just so it's so beneath I, me which, to go which, there which, which but i is... was thinking it and i and I, I do think it's probably correct yeah which is almost a perfect metaphor for my masturbation to be fair you know flitting into mind and struggling to get purchased but you know it's as you yeah. said it's not not something we want to don't want to dwell on too much for well not to, not not this early anyway i mean no. we, we don't want to for want of a better phrase blow our load too soon because you know that half an hour into the conversation it might be all that's left Lord knows I've got very little else to talk about at the moment for <laughs> reasons beyond my control or yeah. anyone's. Well, it, it, exactly, mate. I, it, it would almost be churlish of me, obviously, not to at least in passing mention the current situation or else people listening might be a little bit like, what the... F- <laughs> well, they could well be listening to this in, in the future, in five five years' time. You know, yeah. all, podcasts, all the- they stay around forever and... Uh, or the, or that far in the future that they've no that wouldn't work. I was going to say they've got time machines and they're listening in the past. Oh well, so they've yeah. t- so they've taken from the future they've taken this podcast Back. to the as like for the for the actual journey the commute yeah, yeah they've exactly. like stuck a podcast on as you do yeah and ended up prior to this even happening yeah so so far we've given them uh, some some very low-level local politics uh, mm. for Sutton Coalfield and, and South Manchester postcode areas and um, and a little bit of masturbation as well. So I think we've done it. Well, that's two things ticked off my agenda. Anyway, yeah, that's, I, was, 
they were uh, top of the list so that's pretty much i could start to wrap up now mate that's pretty much all <laughs> i had to be honest with you I'd scribble both loads i write i write them on my hand though you know so i can still pretend that i'm gigging yeah i just find so, that i write everything on my hand at the moment just to get that that buzz so so you've been doing stand-up for some time yourself i i i, I have I, I sort of quite glib there i to be fair not for a long time <laughs> oh yeah so i'm like one of those former former Uh, stand-ups that sort of well we all are now well exactly mate so you know there's um there's very little difference now between me and anyone you might might care to mention but there is there is only two types of people in the world now is that people who have at some point done stand-up comedy and people who never will there you go. They're they're they're, they're the only they're the only two uh, divisions of, of human. Are you you're obviously um, <laughs> are you following the government's advice? Was almost that question. That is actually the the pretense of this uh, podcast. Oh, it's, it's a, a very uh, slow method <laughs> of um, catching. You, you know, it's you, you're just level. trying to trip me up there, are you? Yeah, I and, and again, you know, I, I I fell at the first hurdle myself by admitting my. Undercover yeah, status, you wouldn't, but you wouldn't be much good in Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy, would you? I w- no, I, 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 I wouldn't. No, I've, you know, I've, I've got that on DVD, but I've never watched it. So have I. I've got both versions: the, uh, the, the Alec Guinness and the Gary Oldman. So I do. I don't. I'm not saying that to try and uh, intimidate, try and pull, pull rank or anything <laughs> like that. I'm just, it's just, I just happens to be true. No. Um, what was the sorry? What was the question then? Um, so, oh, so, am I am I adhering to the government guidelines? Yeah, obviously yes. you are. You're a good chap, so I wouldn't I'm, expect I'm, anything I'm, less. I'm uh, I'm going out once a day to walk the dog, which is uh, doubling up as my government mandated daily exercise. Nice. Um, I'd have been doing that anyway. Uh, so, uh, in that sense, it's uh, you know that's just continued as normal. Yeah. Um, I, but I'm not you're... going anywhere else. No, so you're not one of these people that these these guys have winded me up a bit, to be honest with you, and I, I'm sure they they don't listen. My neighbours, yeah, you yeah. would never see them going for a fucking walk, Phil, normally. But you know, now they're now there's a potential that they could be spreading a disease. They're absolutely adamant <clears throat> that that's like a human right or something for them to go out once a day. Have you heard about um, the the, some, the country, some of the countries that have gone into full lockdown? Um, are still allowing people to to walk dogs, um, but that's literally the only thing you can leave your house to do. So it's led to people renting dogs from other family members um, just so they can go out. I can see that, and I so there must. Have, I don't know how you'd prove the dog was yours. Well, I suppose like, it would be microchip and all that sort of thing, but like. It must be very distressing for the dog to suddenly be taken into a strange house and walked by a strange person every day. Well, you say by that someone who obviously doesn't care enough about dogs to have one of their own. But dogs just fucking love it, though, don't they? They're just like any most of them any, do. Yeah, any idiot that will take them out for a for a walk. How, how have you been? Because what we're we're a couple, nearly a couple of weeks in now, aren't we? Or about a couple mm-hmm. of weeks in. I've, so. lo- I've lost completely lost track of time, and it's it's all become meaningless now. I don't can't. It, yeah, I think it's like two, two, two and a bit weeks. Is it? It's about that. Yeah. So we we haven't got a dog ourselves. What we did instead, we, we and we haven't adopted them or borrowed them. Especially is we've got a couple of kids, 
so uh, that, that that's kind of our reason of um you know taking them for a walk would you have done that you know in the in the before times well we we did must admit we did used to take them out outside occasionally yes so you say that like you're ashamed of it like (laughs) like, yeah or i'll hold my hands up we you know we have let them out of the house now now and again you know they 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 would get out but what we're struggling with now is there's only so many routes we can walking routes we can do from our front door that obviously need to end at our front door Mm. that aren't almost brain numbingly boring already yeah, I, uh, well, well, that's uh, dependent on the area in which you live, I think. Well, I, as I said before, South Manchester. So. Yeah, <laughs> well, you know, I'm sure there's some history. I'm sure, you know, like Morrissey walked down every... You know those, like, history tours Yeah. that people do? I'm sure that if there was one to go around your specific little bit of Manchester, there would be well, lo- yeah, lots we- to point out, you know. That's probably how you can turn it into something a bit more educational for your your children, you know. This building here was where, you know, New Order did this, and I don't know who else is uh, who else is from Manchester. Yeah, that's it. That's what you've named. Just just those, just New Order and Morrissey. Yeah. Um, So you're. I think they're doing it all over the country, and maybe being a a a dog parent rather than a child parent, as I'm Mm. sure you describe yourself. Um, dog parent yes yeah um the rainbows in windows are the main entertainment that we get drawn by kids oh yeah they i've seen a few of those have, have you did you just think everyone in your community had come out at this uh global um, time or uh no i think i'd read about it aren't they doing like a sort of treasure hunt thing with teddy bears as well uh so you have to sort of spot teddy bears in, yeah the, in, to and... be to be fair they've been popping up in some some windows I round here that I'm not too sure about the people that live there. So we have stayed clear of the mm. uh, the, the teddy well, bear so you, tour. You think it might be some sort of gingerbread house I, scenario? It, um, let, let's go there rather than as dark of, as I've considered because <laughs> there's they ain't got kids, mate. Some of, that's yeah. all I'm saying. Some of these. I don't guys. think you. I don't think you need to have kids to to have teddy bears. No, but you know, really, do you really want Lionel? attracting kids to his window you know no i no i think you're probably uh doing a, i mean you're doing the right thing by avoiding all people it, it, exactly full stop at the moment so yeah yeah erring on the side of caution i uh, i can support that but you'll be used on dog walks anyway so of just like yeah that that sort of, the 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 focus is obviously on you know on you know getting a sorry everyone but you know a a some feces being yes. uh, delivered. Delivered is probably the wrong word at some point. Um, Ex- excreta. Excreted. Being excreted. Yes. Yes. Of course. Sorry, I'm not a dog owner, as you can tell. So I'm not. You just don't know the jargon. Used to the way that you guys will chat to each other when you're. Um, yeah. Dog, dog um, I mean, ideally, stuff. yes. I mean, we, it, we prefer, prefer, it makes you know less work for me if he does it in the garden at home. Um, because then I don't have to like carry it around, which is the worst bit of it. True. Um, what what sort of dog have you got? A Weimaraner. Pardon? A Weimaraner. Do you know what? those? It sounds more like a snake, to be honest, Phil. But no, no, I've not heard of those, mate. They're uh, they look a bit like they're in the Vizsla sort of family, but they're <laughs> they're. Uh... What's a fucking Vizsla? Uh, well. 
I, I can't think of any examples of, of dogs from fiction who are that brit like if it was a great dane i would say it's like scooby-doo but it's not like a great dane um it's uh they're they're sort of a silvery brown color they've got big floppy ears short okay. hair yeah. they're hunting they're bred for hunting Jesus so they're Christ. kind of a working dog right but they're yeah very big and energetic so have you got him working at the moment no no, no 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 i would never go hunting it's against uh everything i stand for <laughs> but um if he, if I did, I'm sure he'd be up to the task. So yeah, that's quite ideal, isn't it, for like these this end of day scenario is to have, uh, have you know, you're on the survival scale. If we were to, mm. you know, plot it on on a graph or something, you're I'd imagine that your survival chances of hunt a dog rather than a, a one year old and four year old human childs uh, as we have. Um, probably, yeah, puts you slightly ahead, mate. If so it good, came to it and I had to eat him. Well, yeah, good point. So you you've know, got best, a, best of both worlds. He can hunt you know, for you. And that, if he... I mean, I could get a good week's worth of meals out of him, I'd have thought. And it's you know, less traumatic than uh, eating a child. So in that in that sense, it's it's the, the better option. But Definitely. obviously we didn't know this was going to happen. So well, no, that's I'm not going to judge you for your imprudence thank you thank you phil i appreciate that mate you're very um yeah very generous chap with uh that kind of thing i appreciate it um so yeah obviously hunkered down and everything at the moment what's the is it just just you are you or other than the the dog or you you with family how are you how are you set up for it mate uh yeah i'm i'm with family now yeah so we're so i'm hi i'm hiding here and um we'll back in the you know when the when the real world kicks off again um i'll probably never want to see them again no I d yeah I, I mean i not that i want to keep going on about my kids but you know it's <laughs> I, I i can appreciate that we're homeschooling and stuff as well so obviously you don't yeah that's that's as... something i've heard about how are you getting on with that what subject would you is your uh special specialist area mm, yeah so that's that that's that's difficult isn't it so i probably i you know i'd like to think of myself as um i'd, I'd if i was a teacher um possibly a few roles i could cover um maybe just like substitute teacher PE. That's, like, that's not really a sub yeah pe that's a piece of piss isn't it that's quite easy yeah um or like headmaster probably and then you know just sort of oversee what about dinner lady? Oh, do, do you know all of these things that we're describing are pretty much describing my home life at the moment? Because mm. lab um, assistant, as a parent, and other parents listening will be able to appreciate this. You do need to be a bit of all of those, Phil. A bit you of know? an all-rounder. You, you do really. <laughs> I think the ideal parent is a bit of an all-rounder. You know, rather than like really good at feeding them, but not so good at exercising them, or. At, oof, yeah, no, don't want to get too political, but yeah, so a, a bit of everything. I I have got um, it, something I invented myself actually, which has helped um, in this sort of couple of weeks that we've had a homeschooling uh, so far, which I don't mind sharing um, and get your feedback on it as well, if that's all right, mate. Um, is um, school of sock? Right, so that's a play on school of rock. Thank you for spotting so it. Well straight done. away, I yeah. got that. 
none, neither of the kids did. I mean, they're one and four, so I will let them off there. But what we were doing the first few days was kind of a, as you would, maybe a lot of people out there of kind of like waking up, breakfast, normal routine there, and then having the, what the hell are we going to do today scenario, you know, which mm. it would be quite easy to fall into, wouldn't it? Of kind of not the uh, the last of the summer wine lifestyle. Exactly, and just hoping that inspiration will come to you at the hoping that you'll be able to build something you can ride down a hill, or or if not, something equally as hilarious. Exactly, mate. Exactly that. So, school of sock idea came up, and what I did is not very technical. It's probably not even that clever, but it's helped us, and it's actually the four-year-old loves it as well. Genuinely, gets really excited about this. So. What we did was we got like an A4 sheet of paper, cut it into, you know, 20 odd squares, something like that. Um, which Toilet paper ran out already, has it? <laughs> no, and and also I should say that the, we are ready to make more if we need to. I'm not doing any what, kind children of... children or... Well, of more of these squares. Oh, it's more of the squares, yeah. sorry, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm not predicting like in Trumpian fashion or anything that this will be over in 20 days. You know, it's just that was... That was how I drew the lines, basically, on sure. this page. Nothing, nothing more complicated than that. Um, and on into each square, we then put a topic that, like, you know, of potential educational benefit. So, okay. you know, um, but we're obviously, we're running every day the standard uh, maths English setup. You know, there's some kind mm-hmm. of, you know, provision of, of uh, both of those subjects. The three is, R's, yeah. Exactly. And then this is kind of the the additional topic that we feel that we sort of need each day as well. So um, we have had uh, things on there like space or um, the moon. That the moon's quite similar to space, obviously. We, by the end of the twenty, I must admit we were starting to struggle to come up with, yes. with twenty things. But it sounds a bit to me like um, the 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 dove from above from Shooting uh, Stars, maybe which that's... used to bear it's it's topic and then you'd pick one and there would be a question well subconsci- subconsciously maybe that's where i got it from because what you we then internalize that and maybe yeah because we then separate like cut these out so that we had 20 little bits of paper screwed each one up into a little ball the reason it's called school of sock is i was then i was cr- i was hoping you'd come to that yeah. thank you yeah a little teaser you know keep you interested um we were then looking for i say we i was then looking for um, something to hold these, you know, some kind of holding device. And the best thing that I could find was like a, an oversized novelty Christmas sock. Right. Um, stocking. That's what they're called. That's the word, yeah. <laughs> that's why. Well, school like, of stocking doesn't scan it, as well. It, it doesn't. It doesn't. And that is, I'm glad you've said that. That's probably why the, the family don't get excited at, at Christmas when I kind of announce our you know us saying come on let's hang our oversized novelty christmas socks that's yeah yeah i need now to that go. doesn't have the same ring to it, it either doesn't. no it doesn't does it um so they're all in there each morning um the four-year-old pops a hand in to the uh, novelty sock or stocking if you will mm. um picks out a topic she's really excited each day like genuinely to go like oh i want you know what's it going to be today so it's a little bit of excitement we allowed her to have some input into you know what the topics and stuff were going to be as well and that way we're covered for like the next 
three weeks or so. There you go. There's a topic. Boom. That's so, what it's about. So this this genuine excitement. Yeah. You don't think that's just humouring you in some way? No, she's. Would you see through that if that was the I, case? I, I I think I would. Yeah, but no, she yeah. she she genuinely comes. You know, bounds into the the our bedroom of a morning. Um, genuinely, genuinely excited. Well, about, I'm, about I'm, I'm impressed. It, you know, I've never, you know, in all my, how old am I? 33, in all my 33 years, I've never impressed a child with anything. So, you know. It's quite good. The, the only thing is, obviously, we have already had a little bit of um, sock regrets, as uh, I've called it. Sock regrets sounds, sounds like a... a <laughs> Oh, a song by Edith Piaf. That's what it sounds like. It does. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Um, but yeah, the odd moment of sock regret, as you know, in the in a hurry to fill the twenty subjects, I've put something on there that I know absolutely bugger all about, Phil, and um, that the the researching of has has proved quite quite stressful. Today was okay. Uh, Romans. I'm no. I'm sure you're wondering what the topic that we pulled out today was. Uh, Romans was the topic. So Romans. Um, yeah, the. Uh, I imagine that's you know, that you know, ancient Rome. Uh, yeah, rather essentially, than yeah. The, the, there's a furniture store not far from us called Romans yeah. as well. It wasn't on on that. Um, or and, like you know, Polanski. No, very good point. No, it wasn't that either. Um, that Polanski is in there as a separate topic, obviously. So we'll we'll cover yeah. that off individually. Um, but yeah, so that that got her all excited about that, and then she's all like, "Oh, when, when, Daddy, when when are we going to learn about, about the Romans?" Um, and uh, well, yeah. there's a horrible histories film about the the Romans. That there is. I am now. I am. I I put my foot down there. I am not succumbing to. Um, as you've heard, I'm a traditionalist with my media sure. and and everything as well. I am, I'm not going to be one of those people that just sits the kid down, you know, in front of a in front of a movie and says, "There you go, there, there's your homeschooling there, for the day." There's your education. Um, no, but they might. But I, I've watched the Horrible Histories movie, um, and you know, I was I didn't have any children with me at all. I was watching it purely for for my own gratification. Did you take the dog, Phil? To, uh, no, I watched it on on um, on the iPad. You see, it was on Amazon. It's on Amazon Prime because I have all the streaming services. Uh, yeah, you know, I think at this in at this crucial moment in history, now it's there's never been a better time. No, good point to have yeah. access to all these. Um, but no, I, I watched it and I learned, you know, bits and pieces. But I'd say I probably learned as much about Rome from that film as I did from Life of Brian. Um, so I, I thought you were going to say as much as your daughter did today. No. No, um, I don't. I, I wouldn't. I, you know, I, I wouldn't assume that uh, uh, any level of uh, knowledge of your daughter, one way or the other. But uh, no, it's it, it's it's a fun watch. You know, if you if you're that age, yeah. So I, I'd recommend I, I, that maybe it's just a bit of an extracurricular. Like, if she passes her Roman exam, yeah, yeah. That, that's the thing. Are. That that's the thing. From a different topic each day, she has got. 20 exams to do at the end of the, the 20 day period so I'm, hopefully her her genuine enthusiasm will uh yeah continue through that i hope so mate yeah i know or else i've uh yeah i've uh 
set myself up for a fall there. But no, it, it's it, it's tricky, you know. Like obviously, I I've been furloughed. Fur, fur is that how you furloughed? Fur I, I don't know if that's right. I just there's a Doctor Who companion um, from the uh, mid '80s called Turlo, um, who's played by the actor Mark Strickson. And uh, whenever I hear the words furlough or see it written down, it's that it's that that I think of. So, so in my head, furlough. that's how you, that's how you pronounce it. Yeah, it, I just wish they'd put a W in it instead of the U O U G H. The off, the off, because it could that, be fur furloft for all I know. Fur furloft probably is more yeah. apt, isn't it? I'm sure it's a yeah a, a a a tool that lots of people are using. But yeah, so I'm I'm like day job is now me at home yeah at home with the kids and it's um no i am uh, i shouldn't say i'm enjoying it but no to be fair i am it would just be quite quite interesting to see how easy it is to like go back to mm. what what is described as normal afterwards i think there'll be i think there'll be a big reassessment of the the types of jobs and the amount of jobs that will be um uh, done from home I think that that will happen as a result of this, um, because if it's working well enough now, I think there'll be a lot more people working from home and just going in for the, you know, a couple of times a week for meetings, that sort of thing. Yeah, it's um, yeah, it's just odd times, obviously, isn't it? Have Have you been? Um, you've mentioned at, at the at the top about different projects and stuff. Are you sort of keeping yourself creatively busy then at the moment? Uh, no. No. Okay. <laughs> uh, I want to be. I know that this is the golden opportunity of a lifetime to, to finally sit down and write the magnum opus, whatever it may be. Finally get that sitcom pilot written or, you know, start work on the novel or, you know, compose the symphony, whatever. Uh, but I haven't been able to get myself into the headspace to to fully relax into it. I think partly it's because because it feels like the outside world has just shut down. It, it feels like any creative effort is ultimately futile. Yeah, it's, um, it, it's probably... If I, write, if I was to write a sitcom script, which I have been sort of trying to do anyway, I'll think, well, this will never get made. So, you know, it's uh, it's hard to sort of um, find the motivation, but a lot of people are sort of going online and doing either gigs or sort of live streams of things or, you know, podcasts or whatever. Um, so I'll probably do a bit of that in some form or another. But, yeah, uh, it, 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 it's kind of like never has there been a time when so many people have been told that, well, not only that it's all right to do fuck all, but that you should actually be like, you know, there's genuinely like, you know, not just the whole leaving your house thing. There's like absolutely zero pressure, isn't there, on, on loads of people to create. But I guess at the same time, if you're a creative, the danger is, like you said, yeah. that you sort of... But there's going to be a lot of shit being written at the moment, isn't there? Let's be honest about it, because I mean, I write jokes all the time, anyway. Yeah, you know, um, but because you're I, you're I you're think... a one-liner guy, aren't you? That's your your stick. That's what yeah what you do. So I, I I'm always sort of like chewing over ideas for jokes, and I try and write like a, at least a, like two or three a day. Whether and you know, generally they end up not being used for anything, but it's just to sort of keep the the engine ticking over, as it were. Um, but since the, the lockdown began, I ha that hasn't increased. Whereas in theory, it could have done. I could have been, you know, 
cranking up and making forcing myself to write 20 jokes a day rather than rather than three um but i haven't done that um, do, you, do you find it difficult with like like you know to be a, a slightly more serious for a moment so that obviously all the shit and craziness that's going on in the world at the moment mm. I've, i think if i was still gigging that sitting down and sort of writing your normal material about your normal subjects because there's so much mm. it's just like the future like tomorrow next week what might happen is so fucking unknown at the moment that it's kind of like you know for me to be sat there writing you know my usual you know hour edinburgh yeah. hour, hour about masturbation just seems like well a whole uh, hour about masturbation <laughs> yeah of, of course yeah um that's extraordinary <laughs> it's it's almost impressive, isn't it? It's almost oh, impressive. Yeah. But you know, it's just like just the usual subjects that you you joke about. Yeah. It's like I know what you mean because I think that even like what because I've been you know as I mentioned, I've got all these streaming services and I've been watching TV shows where that obviously were filmed and made before anything happened. Not just you know scripted comedies or dramas and stuff, but like you know just reality shows. And there's no mention of the the coronavirus situation at all anywhere already it feels weird to be watching that and thinking these people i've got a clue you know this is they, they, these people are, are, i can't relate to this because this isn't the world that i'm living in anymore you know which is probably a bit, a bit um melodramatic no but i, I know I, what you mean I because don't, no, i don't think so at all especially like reality stuff it's like you know a, a fucking I'm, I'm sure that you weren't saying that you watch the Kardashians or anything like that. You might do, and each to their own. Uh, ab- no, I don't. That'd be absolutely I fine. Have, I have seen it. I don't watch it avidly, though. But, yeah, you know, the, sort of the the mundane shite that people will be getting themselves worked up and worried about. Mm. Like, And so also with um, obviously being um, a, a uh, very uh, patriotic um, northerner and... Manchester resident as I am. Mm. Um, you see, if I keep saying it enough times that I'm in Manchester, do it you, will become. Do you a mean pa- patriotic as in your loyalty just to Manchester or to the country as a whole? Oh yeah, I wonder if there's a regional term for only being loyal to your region. Where you there live probably is. It's beyond. It's at, beyond my lexicon. Though. Yeah, yeah, but so that they made the decision on Coronation Street not mm. to because that is a, obviously a you know a, a reflection of the times that we live in and a very true um you know kind of a snapshot isn't it of, of real life and, and stuff like that um i say that slightly tongue-in-cheek don't worry mm. um but they made the decision that they weren't going to that coronavirus wasn't going to happen on the street so i think that's the right decision <laughs> Well, it, I guess it is because it would make the episodes hard, hard, you know, hard to. It would eat. make them incredibly bleak and incredibly repetitive, <laughs> you know, because it would be all that everyone was talking about all the time, and everyone's experience of it would be more or less the same. Which it, is it would, pretty much but... what you don't want in a in a soap that's supposed to um, have lots of different contrasting characters, you know. Brushing it, up against each other and, and but it's and weird though. It it does feel weird when like it does feel weird. The pub's full, yeah. Know? Or like when people are like, it's like what? an alternate re- uh, an alternate reality now that we're watching. It's like th- this is what you could have had, kind of thing. Yeah, it, it's like just, 
they think that it's reassuring, whereas I see it as just rubbing my face in it, you know, when someone says, you know, they just nip mm. as they constantly do in those kind of soaps, you know. They walk outside for no reason to talk absolute shite with, with someone for absolutely mm. no reason or consequence. And and they've got the freedom to decide to do that, whereas, you know, we look at them. and Whereas before that character, you might have said, like, oh, look at that idiot. Now you're like, the lucky bastard. You know, look at just strolling to the end of the street for absolutely no reason. Look at um, him wearing shoes. Who does yeah, he think he is? Touching, like not wearing a mask or gloves or yeah. anything like that. Um, but yeah, sorry, yeah, going, I, going back I, to where I, we were, like on the material side. So it's, yeah, writing yeah. jokes now about, oh, do you remember? Yeah. What, what you know, to sort of, you know, go, go for it on a, the ironic twist, you know, of like the, the sort of cheesy side of comedy humor and stuff like that is, I imagine it'd be harder know. for people like that, for pe for the observational comedians or the storytellers and all that. It'll be harder for them to generate new stuff at the moment. For me, it doesn't really affect it because, like, my stuff is quite, it's just very cartoonish anyway. So there's not, I don't tend to go into any uh, political areas or, you know, anything that's um, philosophical you know I, I there's no you don't really get a sense of who i am from the sort of material that i do Got other you. than you know here's this is a guy who thinks all this sort of thing is funny that's that's about as far as it goes so it hasn't it, i'm not too worried about that i do think like you know um for people who 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 write topical stuff which i do a bit of um not for my stand-up but for other bits and pieces uh, that's it's going to be you know it, it, it's going to be challenging because it's really to 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 be blunt it is the biggest thing that we've lived through yeah yeah and it will be talked about for decades uh, so it's uh, it's just it's just dominated everything and you know you, you, a, a lot some of the the best uh, topical material. Um, comes from the, the the little hidden stories that are buried away that you kind of find and you're able to put a funny spin on, um, and they're completely out of <laughs> they're completely off the menu now because no one cares. Well, yeah, no uh, one cares at all about anything other than this. So no, you're right, and it, it, it is going to be like fascinating to see when we are are through this and gigs are running again and clubs are running again because it, I also wonder about like what the audience's appetite's going to be as well you know so I think we got to a point with okay it seemed like the most fucking important thing in the in the history of the world ever didn't it when Brexit was going on mm. like that seemed like the biggest thing we we're ever going to live through I, you know we'd probably welcome going back a couple of years in time now wouldn't we to the the shit show that that the halcyon days of, yeah of, of, the, of the disaster brexit, of brexit uncertainty yeah, yeah exactly and you know i think that got to a point with audiences with you know and obviously it was like every single open mic gig that you went to it was everyone had their bit of brexit material didn't they and mm. they were doing it, it's going to be a bit harder with this because this is like a fucking disaster you know like and their natural uh, lives are being yeah, lost every yeah, day like, rather than it just being you know a, a real life thing but i am theoretical death i'm absolutely sure that you know you the the first gong show afterwards but but then that will be the the difference isn't it and you i guess you always get that and not being detrimental to open spots at all you know you that's where you start isn't it and you mm. it's like you know it's being a 
not being a footballer one day and then one day you are able to be a professional footballer you know and so it's um yeah going that journey and it would be interesting to see how the the top people as such in inverted mm-hmm. fingers approach it as well of is it going to be something that will be embraced into sets or will it be a no fuck it we need escape People aren't going to want that when they come to a comedy show. I think it'll know. be. I, I think it'll be a mixture of both, and it'll depend on the style of the given comic. But I think in terms of the appetite, I think people will generally go with anything. You know, I think there, there, you'll. It'll be an area that you'll. Or I think you'll be able to dip into just because it's a shared experience. So, you know, there won't be any danger of people not knowing. Um, what you're talking about or anything like that as there all as there is with doing t- t- topical material of any other kind you know even if like you mentioned some of the the say like a member of the cabinet on stage there's a good chance that uh you know 40 percent of the people in the room don't know who that is yeah whereas true. with this there's there's no one who's not going to know pretty much everything that is worth knowing about coronavirus from a comedic point of view so i think that it'll always be something that you can mention but then you know the the darker side of it and that's you know loved ones being lost and all that i don't think many people will go there but then i don't think you know they would have gone to the sort of dark areas of life um in club comedy before that anyway so yeah i think i i think it will be um i think it will it will definitely crop up uh you know a lot but um, maybe maybe it will, you know audiences will get tired of it. The bit like the, the way that they very quickly tired of material about self service checkout. Yes, very true. Yeah, you know that was that was very big at one time, and now it's just uh, you know it's seen as quite hackneyed to be doing material about that. So yeah, very true, mate. It's uh, yeah, I, I, I think it's just slightly bigger than the the advent of self service <laughs> checkouts. I'll I'll admit. I th- yeah, I was going to put a. a a disclaimer in for you after we'd ended the, mm. the, the chat anyway if i'm not comparing the, the two the two events although they were you know epoch shattering in their own respective ways you know i think this one probably has the edge in terms of overall impact yeah I, 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 yeah it's it, it, it's so difficult because it, it's like it, it is one of those things isn't it of like you don't want to be talking about it all the time and you don't want to be probably a lot of comedians won't want to be the ones that are drawn into it but but just the arts in total i mean the 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 world's going to feel much different obviously once we're out of like lockdown you know and it it, you know once we're kind of the other side of stuff isn't it and i i think then people are just going to want a fucking good time and a party and probably put a lot yeah a lot of this behind them anyway aren't they I think so, and I think that that I, I I suspect that audience numbers are going to be pretty good when the clubs finally do start reopening, at least initially, because it will just be the novelty of uh, being able to go out. Even if some people are cautious about going and you know spending time in a room with a hundred other people, I think there'll be enough people who are willing to take the risk because it's been so long since they've been able to do anything. So I think in, in you know. Hopefully that all I'll be proved right there, and we'll have a, a a little, you know, it will be like a bit a, a, a bit of a party when it's all over. Yeah, I, but we I, don't even know what over is going to look like. No, that's you know? the, that's the thing, isn't it, mate? And it's like, at, yeah, what what at what point do we have the party? Do we have it when they mm. say that we're 
you get two hours to go for a walk now or you're allowed 50, pe- <laughs> 50 people in a bar or you know like they, they put limits on uh, numbers in places and it's or, or it, what we're, i think what we're all really like you know if we're being honest with ourselves what we're hoping for is that for is for like the the ve day address you know yes, like yeah it is over we've dealt with it now you can just go back to your lives exactly as it was before any of this happened you know the the undo switch is what we're, we're hoping for and i don't think it will happen quite like that no no it's um yeah, it's a good topic for a, a comedy um, podcast. <laughs> yeah, it's hilarious. Oh, um... uh, it's you know, I obviously apologies. I, I spend so much fucking time with them now. I keep talking about my bloody kids um, because I honestly get it over I, it. I know, yeah. I know. I, I never used to see them. <laughs> I'm aware. I'm a lot more aware of their existence now. Um, yeah. So you know, bless them. They do crop up in my mind a few more times a day now as well um and uh yeah my my four-year-old who i felt a need to who obviously didn't have didn't have much much of a grasp even though it 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 wasn't in the sock i must admit we didn't have the sock then so she didn't have much of a grasp of what was going on with with brexit at that time but yeah my four-year-old who's during her four years has experienced brexit and and covid19 I'm not saying I'm blaming her, Phil, but you know that's. Well, it does seem it seems a bit of a coincidence, doesn't it? You know, I know they say that correlation is not causation. Yeah. But I'm willing to make an exception in this case. Yeah, I I think I am as well, mate. It's uh yeah bloody hell she's uh, and and the the funny thing is at four years old I don't think I really remember anything. It, everything seems like such a big deal with her now on a daily basis. She won't yeah. remember any of this stuff, really. She'll probably have... Uh, although, to be fair, I think she she probably has the, the impact of, I can remember of the, the lockdown, the earliest, she'll remember. The earliest um, sort of news event that I can remember is John Major getting elected for the second time so when would that have been? That's early. That ninety one was that ninety two something like that. So he was, was he who? Oh, hang on. Yeah, it must have been 90, around then. Around then. Yeah. yeah. No, it must have been later than that. Actually, I, oh, I don't know. In, in any case, I can. I've got a very vivid memory of the uh, that sort of election week. Um, but you know, that's nothing. We ask just we have election general elections every few months now. Kids today, if you tell them that that's something that big that happened when you were four years old, they'll be, you know, they'll laugh in your face. <laughs> they probably would, little little shirts, wouldn't they? They probably would do, mate. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, it's uh, it, it yeah, I, th- I think she will re- recall this though, because it has sort of had that, you know, not going to school, not seeing her friends and family and stuff yeah. like that. You know, she does, she she gets it, and I have mentioned this on. A, previous episode so apologies to my regular um devoted listeners um mm. but yeah she's got all the terminology man nailed down it's it's quite scary to be honest with you um they very quickly uh, within the schools they seem to be sort of educating the kids much quicker than they were educating the adults properly on the news because mm. like really early on she was like to be fair though they, that schools do have 
time in the day set aside specifically to be educated about things. Yeah. You know, yeah, so you'd fair. expect that in a way. Yeah. You don't but, have that in your adult life as much as... Uh, well, I'm not, I didn't used like, to. Not since those open university broadcasts stopped happening on BBC Two. Yeah. Or, but obviously since um, the launch of School of Sock, it's uh, it's all I'm yeah. doing, mate. I am. Yeah. It's... Uh, yeah. So she was like very quickly they were getting, you know, the hand washing thing was being sort of like super laid on thick to them mm-hmm. and the stuff about germs and you know she talks about the virus you know a four-year-old talks about that when the definite article yeah you know like a, like probably the word virus might have been in my vocabulary when i was four i wouldn't be surprised to find out that it wasn't to be honest with you I don't, I'm trying, no, I don't think it would have been in mine. Especially not with I the... I was a very dull child. Well, especially not with the word the constantly in front of it as well, which kind of give yeah. it, gives it that gravitas as well, doesn't it? Of, uh, you know, it almost being a sentient being or something. It's, you know, almost, so. it's a, it all like, you know, it's like um, Voldemort. You know, it's it's the, the virus. We would, you know, we shall not speak its name. Yeah, very true. Very true. So, yeah, she's kind of... Uh, got the lingo on that and asked questions about it and um yeah we've met... all had to just adapt to learning new words and phrases of you know a few a week for the past few weeks though and everyone just accepts them as it like furlough we mentioned but things like you know key workers and we're but we're, we're talk- we're, they, these are used in a in sort of official capacity and everyone just accepts it as oh that must be a thing you know, I don't know what I don't know what a key worker is. It's never been referred to before. No, no, you're right, and it, it's amazing how accepting. We it's all like are a Darren well, Brown. It? It's like they've Darren Browned all this stuff into our heads, and we just we think that this stuff's always been around. Self isolation, that was I think utterly meaningless. Yeah, until oh, a few so, weeks ago. Hey, here you go. I've got one. Social distancing. Social distancing, another so, one like yeah, that really and is that, like that. And that that sounds shit as well. Like that is a rubbish. That is not poor. Yeah. That is a poor marketing team have come up with social distancing. It's not. But they could at least like it could should be shortened to like so dick or something, you know, so it's catchier. Phil suck dick. That's what I'd call it, mate. Su- suck dick. Brilliant. Suck. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Yeah. That that's. The, I mean, who wouldn't? have would who wouldn't remember that you know but uh i've got a whole franchise of um sock stuff here haven't i it's it's been quite sock heavy this conversation more so than i was <laughs> expecting but i'm not i'm not displeased by that from you know what a, a, you know the the rainforest burn to the ground um mm. and which is sad but then there's always new shoots isn't there and yes if if that is if the only thing to come good to come out from this is me somehow relaunching the sock shop um, mm-hmm. across the train stations of mainly Manchester, as I'm so loyal to the local area, were they were they a subsidiary or sister company of Tyra? That, that they were, yeah, they were. Yeah. I, knew, I knew you were going to say that. I knew that. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I well, believe... sorry for being so predictable. <laughs> They were, and also of uh, Bra Brothers, but that didn't really take off. It's, Bra it was Brothers, that's yeah, with why... Dan Aykroyd and John Belushi. Correct. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah, um, the the poor treat. What do you call a third in a trilogy? Okay, so threequel. Three... A what? Threequel. 
you don't call it a free call, do you? I've heard it. I've heard it used not often. That's another one of that. All you need is someone on. If, yeah. if you you need to be stood in. Oh, that was going to be so slick, but I've, can't a, a lectern. If you were stood behind a lectern, a, a lectern saying that, uh, I would have just accepted it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, well, actually, I am. You just can't see it. That's, <laughs> that, all my remote podcasting is done from the... Uh, all, all calls. All calls yeah. are now conducted from, behind the... Yeah. From the, the, you know, the, the press conference centre that I've fashioned in my own house. This, um, so, yeah, nice. We're, we, were, we were on something there, though, about... Uh, how do we how do we how do we get onto how do we get onto this oh it's social distancing and and words that are being yeah just subliminally put into our crowbarred into our crowbarred into our lives yeah, yeah into our vocabulary yeah so i think that um cuz yeah i think that the, 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 these will be very commonplace terms for the generation of children that you know your children belong to in the same way that like you know uh, oh i don't know push pop and cassette single is part of my generations so yeah sony walkman yeah yeah i actually remember i've got ve a very uh, I, uh, I remember um brian adams being at number one with that robin hood song forever for, yeah for 16 weeks i remember that that was quite a, I, that seems like quite a big deal to me as a four-year-old because everyone kept talking about how it, you know he was breaking records left right and center um, so it was like, oh wow, something's which something's is surprising. He going on it, in the world. Well, that that he then still sold so many after having broken them. Yeah, yeah, I, I went there. Yeah. Sorry. Um, right. <laughs> no, it's uh, yeah, uh, uh, we're just sponges to this, aren't we? And and who'd have even thought like a, a month ago? I almost said that I would be talking to you. I I, I don't mean it like that, um, but that. Um, yeah, that we would be talking, and this would be this the more or less the sole um, area of the conversation. Yeah, and that we'd just all be quite happy to be satisfied. Which obviously I have to emphasise all the dicking around and stuff. Obviously, yes, it is really fucking important, and of course everyone should be doing it. But it's just the yeah, uh, yeah the the how difficult it is not to talk about other stuff because it just seems yeah, it is just like it, the. It, it, the stand up, the, like it's... the stand up plowing on, even though there's mm. a fight in the corner of the room, you know, who's just like, I will that's continue. A very, that's a very will, good analogy. I will continue that's... my set. I will, you know, there's, there's people screaming, there's glasses smashing, the 10 security guards have run in, and they're just like, oh no. I, will, I see it as I the, will continue um, this story. You know, the, uh, the, the spaceship that uh, in the film Independence Day. That just casts a shadow over landmarks, yeah, and and all that. That's how I see the 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 situation. As it's just it's just putting everything else in the dark and into perspective, and uh, you know, threatening our whole the the whole value system that we've built and how, and exposing how fragile society is. Well, yeah, and you know, I was a bit worried. Like it, it so the first series of the podcast that i did sort of like ended around october time last year when i started getting into um starting to do the promoting them for 
I plug it, it's been cancelled, West Dinsby Comedy Festival 2020. Um, and um, so that sort of took the back seat then. And it, it, it was one like where on the sort of relaunch as such of this, when the festival was obviously not able to happen, um, that, right, let's get back into the, the podcasting and sort of sort out the second series and stuff like that. And it, I, I don't know, it's hopefully it's one of those things, you know, I was a bit worried about it, kind of this is going to, obviously for these few weeks is obviously going to be the, the topic. But, you know, it could be one of those listening back to it. You know, we don't even know what's around the corner. It's either going to be one of a kind... I don't think it will ever get to a point of where we go, oh, well, that wasn't so bad, was it? Because it's already fucking horrific um, the world over. Um, but, you know, of yeah, a, a chance to sort of a snapshot of where we are at this moment in time almost seems, you know, from my kitchen mm. table my kitchen table quite an important thing for for people to be doing really well maybe you know i mean in uh when it all has blown over i'd be happy to come back on the podcast and talk about other things i've got i ha i know i you know i've got other uh i've got other interests and stuff um but at the moment you're quite right you know it, it is it is the the discussion I can't. So, I can't wait. Unavoidable. I can't wait till we're talking about your next, you know, gig in Sutton Coalfield, mate. I, I'd be. I would be absolutely delighted to be talking about, you know, your yeah. new Edinburgh show and stuff like that. You know, it's um, yeah. Well, that's another thing that's that's been cancelled now. So. Oh, and they hung on in there as well. To the they were really the hard yeah. weren't they? But I mean, I, I although I was disappointed. Um, you know, it's uh, it is a relief that the idea that they would have gone ahead with, you know, what would definitely be drastically reduced audience numbers, you know, it would have just been a nightmare for everyone. I think so. I, they've, yeah, they've definitely I, made the right decision. Yeah, like with the group of festivals they've got up there during that time of year, there's millions of people head up, and it's um, mm. yeah, you can't you can't promote, can you? That that was where it with even my little festival in uh, West Didsbury, you know, that was the thing for me. It was like, I can't, and I, I think I pulled it quite early, actually, like before a few other yeah. sort of similar sized events. Um, definitely not that these got the max way bigger than I am kind of thing, but, you know, of like a similar type of, you know, community localized type. What you're saying is that you pulled it before it before it was fashionable to pull things. I, I think I did, mate. Yeah, you were ahead I, of the curve. Yeah, I, I did, but it just got to a point for me where it was like, you know, I was about to spend another five hundred quid on, you know, banners with dates on mm. and, and stuff like that, or or you know, just shouting about it all the time as well. Just got to a point where it started to feel uncomfortable because even though there wasn't that much going on there was the shoots of it in the uk you know that you we, we yeah. were still seeing what was going on in in china and like the start of uh, of things going absolutely mental in like italy as well and it was just like i, I just feel a massive tool at the moment going like hey guys come you know in other news <laughs> yeah yeah forget, um, forget all that and and also the thing of the sort of social responsibility i think that you've got as well of that there were still people quite willing to buy tickets. I almost felt quite late on, you know, we were still selling tickets mm -hmm. where I sort of expected it to have slowed down a bit sooner than it was at that point as well of a kind of, yeah, I've, I've, I have got some level of social responsibility here as well of not getting all these 
people together. It's you know, for your own good. Yeah, it, it's all well and good me saying like the show must go on and 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 shit like that, which was almost my viewpoint in the early stages of before you know the reality of the mm-hmm. like how big this was was going on was a little bit you know I think that's natural for anyone in the creative arts anyway, isn't it? You know, to kind of be a bit no, we'll we'll keep you know we yes we you know the blitz didn't stop us performing so this invisible invader <laughs> kind of very very trump reckon, very trump like you know like no we will i i refuse to become infected kind of thing you know it's i reckon like, the doesn't blitz work did like stop that. people performing you know i think there's certainly on the nights that the bombs were falling i think that there probably were a few cancellations yeah there possibly was and and i'm as it, i'm sure the forums then would have been full of uh understandable that's the phrase. Yeah, due to an understandable drop pay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of um, their whole of, road. Of bomb. <laughs> their the road being decimated. Um, yeah. yeah, we are looking for a new open spot. Um, I, I run a gig. Well, I have to say run it. I book a gig. And it's only just a one gig at a pub. And it's um, run every sort of six weeks or so. And we cancelled um, or, you know, postponed, I think was the word we used. But uh, we decided it wasn't going ahead before you know the the uh the government mandated lockdown yeah just because a little, I, I just a you, little just sorry sorry just that was just a little bit after i decided that though wasn't it phil it was a I little think, bit after yeah. I'd, i i yeah i it's fair to say that uh I, I may have subconsciously got the idea from you yeah that's all right Don't i worry saw about. that you'd done it and it sort of it was ferreting away in my mind and yeah I, and and then my subconscious spat it out and <laughs> I felt like I'd come up with it myself, but. But yeah, yeah. So, um, I, I mean, obviously that's something that you want to get going again as, as, as soon as you can do. Where, where is the gig, mate? Where It's in get, a place let's, called. Ro- let's give it a plug. Fuck it. It's it's in a place. It's at a place called the Falcon in Rotherwick. Okay. Um, and it generally kind of sells more or less sells out every gig anyway. Um, but it's, you know, in terms of timescales of when it's going to be back, it's, no one knows. Because um, I do a podcast as well um, oh, called News, News with Jokes. Yeah. Um, and it's me and Craig Dealey, who I think has been on this podcast yes, as well. Of course. Yeah. I'm and Craig, uh, yeah. another comedian called James Cook. And it's us going through the papers, just making jokes. Very simple. But um, we're. We're trying to we're trying to figure out a way of doing that through lockdown as well. It would have, obviously it would be recorded over clean feed remotely, whatever. Um, but just in terms of like how what are we going to talk about in terms of topical news that isn't this, <clears throat> you know? So it's uh, I you know I don't. It, it's very difficult to see past the next few weeks at the moment in in terms of any of the projects that I would have had going on. Yeah, and. Uh... Yeah, it's going to be that clamour afterwards as well, isn't it, for the stand-ups, I think, of once yes. those gigs open again. It's going to be absolutely mental getting, like, book slots and pay slots and who's going to be in, de- like, you know, like, uh, you, you're as a promoter, you, you almost have your, your pick, potentially, you know, as people look to refill their diaries and uh, uh, yeah. and stuff like that again. And the, um, you, the, the knock-on effect it might have to the circuit... I'm sure that we'll we'll probably lose a few venues if we won't lose promoters as such, you know. But there'll be some that think, "Oh, it's not worth starting up again." 
you know, if they didn't have much momentum anyway, the newer yeah, ones and, might and, not bother. And and I think naturally there'll be some some bars that will sort of not open their doors again potentially. Is you know most yeah, comedy, comedy yeah. nights are in are in pubs, aren't they, or or small venues mm-hmm. like bars and and that kind of thing anyway. So I guess that will be the next knock on. And um, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, for, forgetting the bleakness of it, but it is going to be um, yeah, be so like fascinating to what this does to the medium of stand-up and like how stand-up comes through it what will be popular again um mm-hmm. almost a, a, an amazing opportunity it, it could it. be it could turn out that I, I you know the first few gigs that i do um back uh you know i'll find that it there's you know been a shift and suddenly what i'm doing is not relevant anymore and I'm and I very quickly need to, to adapt and you know it could that that could very well be the case but you know I doubt it. I but think I, that... I think your style of of, of one liners are generally quite they're quite welcome on nights anyway, aren't they? Mm-hmm. Yeah, know, usually. In, in yeah. terms of like the audience per- perception of they get a, a change up of styles and you get that mm-hmm. kind of you know faster hit of you know the 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 hit rate of the the jokes and the the laughs and, uh, and that kind of thing so uh, and i think promoters always quite like the mix up of a one liner mm-hmm. on the bill as well for exactly the same reasons probably just, you know yeah just change of pace it, it, exactly what i'm basically saying kev is that well, is that i'll be all right it's everyone else who yeah. has to start, <laughs> start up in the game and thinking a bit more carefully about this what it is they do on stage yeah. but i'll be fine well, which good. is the main thing that is the main thing mate and that's why i wanted to you know check in with you tonight and make sure that um oh what's your dog called let's give your dog a shout out i don't think we mentioned uh my dog uh he's called brody if you go if you follow me on instagram um at phil paget there's loads of pictures of him on there so you'll you can go and have a have a look and you can see this what i got my description of the breed probably didn't do it justice I, I, I do feel I need to check it out because I had absolutely no idea what you were talking about, to be honest yeah. with you, mate. Uh, and you, you can follow me on Twitter as well. But you, you well, you would probably be exactly the same if I described a, a child to you. Yeah, I'd, I'd, well, I wouldn't know what breed it was. No. You know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't know the name of the, uh, of, 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 of what, you know, Long, if you, if you, even if you described the hair colour, I'd probably flop, wouldn't floppy, be able to picture it. Floppy ears, hair colour. Floppy yeah, ears, or... wet nose, that sort of thing. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely perfectly describes my four-year-old as well so that's uh yeah um <laughs> uh, what what's your um well i'll put all the links to your socials and stuff in the show notes anyway mate so that people oh, thank can, you very much can, can check you out on there um but yeah um listening to your podcast and stuff like that will direct people over there as well mate so have a... yeah news with jokes i mean we are trying to figure out a way of getting it back online during this and hopefully we, we will um it's almost all, like obviously all the the archive. Oh, sorry, my my mic's gone funny. Sorry, uh, yeah, the archive of all the old episodes is uh, up there. If anyone wants to trawl back through them. Well, yeah, remember, yeah, remember the times before, isn't it? And um, mm-hmm. probably not a bad thing to be doing at the moment for a, a bit of um, yeah, escapism from everything that's going on. It's almost like uh, you, you're welcome to take because it sounds like you're taking a few ideas from me already, Phil. To be honest, mate. So you're welcome to. Um, it's almost like you want to be doing the and finally, isn't it, kind <laughs> of thing of the, the news section. But it just to be that, because anything else is just going to be, or like the in other news type, mm. you know, that that section of the 
the magazine, you know, for want yeah, of a better just word. The, of... you know, so even, you know, even sort of salacious celebrity gossip will be tinged with coronavirus, certainly at the moment. Yeah. It, it, so-and-so's yeah. got it or so-and-so's, you know, put out a charity single or so-and-so has you said something stupid about it or, you know, it's, it's, it, there's no getting away from it. It's quite a big deal, Kev. It, I know, it is it, it it is isn't it as as has been proven by our um pretty much 65 minutes talking about it mate so yes. uh, <laughs> yeah I, <laughs> apologies i led that and apologies every everyone uh listening as well but uh we we you know we did quite well there we um we we, we got a few laughs out of it <laughs> i think well, I, don't was think, I, I don't think we, we need to feel bad about that, that i was going to be was i was going to be funny on this or, or, is, or, or really offensive. That's, yeah, oh, what, okay. that's what you want, isn't it? You either I think want... I failed on both counts there. I was, uh, I, 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 could, I think I put, could have put more effort into, to, to, <laughs> to both stick a few jokes in, yeah. or, or to just, you know, <laughs> to call you a, a, quite a decent selection of swear words. That's what, you can do that when you when we've hung up the call, mate. That's all good. Now I do, I, I, I do appreciate your time, Phil. Thank you, mate. Um, and uh yeah best of luck stay safe and all that my friend and uh, yeah stay safe to you and all the listeners cheers mate wash your hands and wash your dog's paws or whatever your dog people do and um yeah i'll catch up with you when all this is over and we're out the other side mate okay mate thanks ever so much cool all right love you lots thanks phil bye bye cheers mate Thanks very much phil and thanks very much to all of you for listening as well um yeah it's tricky isn't it you know it's like we said during that it's such a big topic but um no hopefully we were silly enough with it that time and just played around a bit um i just really needed like a chat with someone to be honest with you just unstructured um and not so interview styly so hopefully uh that came across and you enjoyed it very much uh, we will obviously be back with another episode mega soon. As you can see, we're uh, getting them out thick and fast at the moment and some uh, yeah, more superb guests coming your way too. Um, check out, please, our sponsors, jokepit.com. And uh, yeah, check us out on the socials. And if you've got any silly ideas, games we can play, uh, stuff like that, that would be great. Uh, we are at Pullback Reveal on Facebook and on Twitter. And finally is there anything else i need to say yeah some more projects some more bits upcoming as well on the guys well to do uh, check out our socials and find us on there um the sun shining today up in manchester which is very nice i uh, hope it is for you as well you're all looking after each other um keep safe uh stay indoors all that wash your hands uh, stay strong peeps we will get through it together i love you all dearly thank you very much bye